All right, we're doing it. The episode's begun. Uh, yeah. You're hilarious. Thanks. You know, every time that we start this. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. And now you're just making faces. Every time that we start an episode, you always, like, look to your right and make a little face. Yeah. That's my thinking like, direction. Welcome back. I look off to the right <laughs> and I pause and then I come back and I deliver my thought. You got any thoughts? I think comedy is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you could do stand up. <laughs> no, I can't. You know, you could try at Yuck Yucks. I could. They have uh, amateur night on Thursday. And to be honest, I think you could be pretty funny. Yeah. But it's a whole different art to jump up on a stage and make everyone believe that you're funny. Yeah, but did, like we've at seen, a whim. We've seen a lot of people that aren't funny, but go up there and try. I know. I think you have a one up a little bit. I could. <laughs> I would love to see you do that. One day. I'll make a set here. Okay. I have a lot of ambitions like that that are a one-time thing. It'd be hilarious. On. Yeah, but I still need to know what I'm doing. So yeah, I gotta well, like write absolutely. some notes for absolutely. sure. But anyways. Cool. Stand anyway. up. What do you wanna <laughs> what do you wanna know? So we love stand-up. Yeah. And you know, I think any good fan of stand-up or uh, I don't know, I think a, a good fan of anything, you honestly believe that you could do it. But you, Ooh, you but know. you also know, I don't, a bit like with sports too and stuff, right? Like people believe <laughs> they could have done it. Well, the you funny know, thing or is. Or they could, or, you know, if one thing had been different, like, you know, we all have these and I don't, I don't mean this in a condescending way. I just mean that we have these fun fantasies that we love to run with and that's how we believe it, right? As we tell ourselves, oh, if this one thing had been different, I could be you know, doing this awesome, amazing thing. Or mm -hmm. if, if, if I was up there right now, you know, here's what I would do. Yeah. And, um, and I think standups an easy one to think that about, because I feel, I feel that same thought every time <laughs> that we go and we watch stand up. I'm like, Oh yeah, I could go do that. <laughs> and then like, we turn on the podcast and I'm like, what the fuck's up? <laughs> I don't know guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can write things down. You always got to write things down. Yeah. I could never. I'm funny every once in a while. But when I am, I'm fucking funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm just not that smart. <laughs> I don't think it's a smart thing. Well, I don't. Rem I can't remember. I, w I would forget everything. At first. I don't know. And then you'd get better. I forget everything. And I think that's how it goes with anything that you, uh, I don't know, that we feel passionate about. And, you know, if we want to be up on a stage talking to people, well, telling jokes, true. then I mean, I we'll find a way to. I have myself in uncomfortable situations, um, you know, like singing on stage or acting on stage because it's stuff that I've really wanted. And then after that, then it's when I realized uh, that's not my skill set, but I braved it and it went well. I've always felt like I can do things 
like this much, you know, like a little bit of singing, a little bit of acting, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, whatever skills or talents, but I don't have enough to actually be good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it you haven't mastered one in particular. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I asked that. Um, what's her face? Those tarot cards and stuff. Medium? Yes, a medium. I saw a medium in 2017 and asked her. I got to ask a question. And I asked her. Uh, I said, I felt like I should be doing something creative. But I don't know what because I, I don't have like a full skill set in any kind of thing. And she said, that's when she said, I'd be surprised if I picked up a camera. I have an eye for detail. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing with the camera ever since. So that was kind of cool. It gave me a little bit of direction because I never thought about picking up a camera mm-hmm. ever. I didn't like taking pictures with my cell phone camera. Yeah. <laughs> so a little side tangent there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how we all find our, um, uh, what did I say, our creative outlet. Yeah, sometimes because, it's hard to find it yourself. Yeah. So I was very grateful for that. And because creativity to me involves expressing some kind of point of view or appreciation or a thought, yeah, feeling like, it's all based on an experience in the world and your reaction to it. And um, so it takes so many different forms, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. because we can express ourselves in so many different ways. Yeah. And a lot of times all we need is that in, we need that, that thing that we enjoy doing. And then it opens up so many more. Do you know what? Sorry, I just had a thought. I wanted to jump in here really quick. Jump in. Jump. Uh, I feel like people who are really angry should find art. Find a, yeah, uh, yeah, a creative outlet. Because that's where you can like, I can channel all of that in. Because that's exactly what you're saying is, you know, you're just, you just let it out. Yeah. You let it out through your art. And that could be anything, you know. Art art is like anything. Yeah. People who build stuff, that's art. And all sorts of things. <laughs> Sorry, you look like you were going to say something. <laughs> no. Not at all. I love that because that's completely true. Yeah. But like whatever we're, whatever we're doing in the world as an expression of, of who we are or how we're feeling. You know, and I think that's that that's the cool power of art forms and the great value of comedy. If I'm going to bring it back to our yeah, yeah, yeah. original topic here of being able to take those things that you feel like you can't say or shouldn't <laughs> say. Yeah. And go talk about them publicly and laugh with people and change the emotional charge around that subject. For sure. You know, because if you can begin to experience laughter around that subject, it becomes a lot less hostile and fragile you know what sorry two things first um i think that i heard something very similar from a from a comedian before explain that on a a, on a special or whatever um i'm sure i stole that explanation no 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 no, no. i was just saying but that no that's exactly 
it though. Yeah. Um, and we should be able to, um, laugh about it. It's it's something difficult and hard, and we need to be able to come together, like you said. And the other thing was, um, comedians get the chance and the platform to say the things that we all want to say, or, you know, a good amount of people want to say. So like they get to say it for us, which I also really appreciate. Yeah. It's amazing. They go out there and just say the shit when, you know, just think of any moment when even in private conversation, you know, you're not even on a public platform. You're just talking one-on-one to one person. Mm-hmm. How afraid you can feel to say certain things. Yeah, absolutely. And comedians go up in front of theaters, clubs, stadiums, like <laughs> groups of people and just say that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that's wild. Yeah. And then they have to deal with, you know, all sorts of backlash. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to do the fan meet and greets. And then those angry people maybe come up and, you know, try to yell at you in your face or they start the digital firestorm and you're like, man, I just feel like what a crazy life. If you I feel like this, if you. Anybody out there. Feels like they're going to be offended. At all. You should never watch comedy. (laughs) you are always going to be disappointed by something somebody says, no matter what the fuck. Don't go see comedy. Don't watch it on TV. Don't do anything because you can't, can't like, you're not supposed to take it so seriously. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's annoying. But do you ever wonder if that's part of what keeps comedy going? Everybody likes drama. Yeah. You can't you have to have the yin and the yang. And it's and it's also the feedback for the comedian though, right? Because how do you know what's edgy? <laughs> if you're not hitting edges and getting people riled up, like are you really that funny? Are you really pushing your comedy that far? I don't claim to know an answer, but I just I just wonder because I think a lot of how or at least a lot of the comedy that I appreciate and find the most humorous often involves seeing people pushed to like their wits end and breaking point, like where they can't fathom some concept that a comedian has thrown out at them. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just makes me wonder because that's what would drive me if I was trying to make comedy would be like, how do I upset this person? Well, you want to get our reaction. having them threaten me, you know, like where's that middle ground? Of- well, I don't, yeah. I don't know. People are crazy. Yeah. Uh, wow. So I feel like that's got to keep driving it. Like you need that bit of feedback from the crowd, <laughs> right? Somebody in the audience who's like, hey, not fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, hecklers. Yeah. Jimmy Carr, by the way, I think it does the best job he is handling so his hecklers. Funny. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah, he's already prepared. Well, and this is they're also super quick. Yeah. Quick witted. I think that's so cool. I wish I was like that (laughs) in my every (laughs) day. I love how they involve a little bit of a story, though, where I feel like I don't know where he's going because he'll ask the person something. Right. Be like, what do you do for work? Well, he's got to come up with them. (laughs) You know, I mean, like he could just throw anything out there, but it's more it's more funny when you can like slam somebody personally. Exactly. (laughs) 
That's why we like watching roasts too. So good. And his always seemed to resolve somehow into like him fucking their mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's always his roast back, I feel like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, well, you were at your job over there. I was fucking your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Off we go. Think about that. That's cute. Yeah. But what a fun <laughs> recipe. For having a quick witted comeback, right? Yeah. To yeah. make something personal. And to also just dunk on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if you can't laugh at yourself, you ain't living. Uh, that's quote from Chantel. Yeah. Direct <laughs> quote. Direct. You heard it here <laughs> in the Warrior Studio. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else did you want to say about stand up? Oh, man. We watch so much stand-up that I don't even know if there's anything we haven't seen yet. <laughs> like, That's true. We've watched so much bad stand-up, too. And I I feel like we're not the only ones. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Everybody's watched all the stand-ups. It seems to be really popular. And we I guess like that... To laugh. <laughs> totally. Totally we do. And I guess that surge in popularity of stand-up in particular is the thing to laugh at. <laughs> it makes me wonder just what are we craving as people, right? Like clearly we're, cla- we're craving laughter. I think and, we're all sad. And some relief we or something. We all must be so like, sad. We need laughter we... on demand. Yeah. And like so what are we feeling all the time that makes us feel like we need to get this laughter back in or to lighten things up or I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious what the particular surge is right now as a culture. Uh, well, I think it's the accessibility of course. Mm-hmm. And I think the amount of new comedians come coming around too. So a novelty and then it's something like, that's constantly new, yeah, even exactly. though it's the same it's consuming, uh, you know, Netflix always has so much, comedy on there actually you know youtube's a great place podcasts now too with comedians having their own podcasts bringing on new other comedians to talk about stuff like it's just there it almost feels like they started a genre of the um gosh well not even started but brought back it feels like talk show tv but an audio form a lot of podcasts right where it's like there's here's your host Here's the Oprah show. Here's the whoever podcast. Right? And it's the same person talking to different people for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like if you have an hour-long daytime TV interview show, just listen to it. Don't have to watch it. Is there a daytime TV show with just comedians? Because that would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess there's we're picking comedians to host them right now. Yeah. Because they're funny. Well, let's get a group of them together. (laughs) Let's laugh. (laughs) <laughs> I just like to laugh and I listen to a lot of disturbing things so <laughs> what are your favorite types of comedy genre or like stand up genre I guess I don't know how, what you mean well there's you know someone like Jimmy Carr who's sort of a okay, joke at I'll a time say- right and then there's like Tom Segura and Joe Rogan who tell long stories that have really funny embellished elements and they're acting stuff out. Like, 
and then I guess even the type of humor, like jokes that are really dark. Like, uh, what is it, Russell Peters, who tells like the jokes about his dead sister and like really dark, twisted jokes? Or even uh, uh, Bo Burnham, I guess, similar, can have very dark. Anthony okay. Jesselneck. Okay, like, stop. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, okay, I am pretty, I'm open to all comedy. But what makes me cringe and always say ew is anything that has to do with like sex related or something disgusting <laughs> that it just makes me fucking cringe. Even if it's I still laugh. It just gives me the willies like something about making jokes about sex or we just watched something that was so fucking retarded about this cat. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> masturbating because to his mass like owner's fucking pictures like i don't like that i think that's so gross i hate it so stuff like that when it's really like over the top um but and bo burnham bo is it bo bo burnham's the one that sings right yeah i don't really like the whole singing shit like that kind of i don't know so i don't i'm actually not a huge fan of bo's um because of that i just think it's dumb even though he's funny um but he has a particular, I just meant because he has a particular tone of his dark humor where it's, it's very it's childish, the, but it's also it's super the, dark. I think the music, putting in the, his little musical players yeah. just fall, I think cool. they're annoying. <laughs> so no music. Not a Dimitri Martin. Um, I like it when, you know, like, uh, say Adam Sandler just was in there with a quick song that was funny. You know, like the little ones that he he's done. But we just watched um, Orny Adams. We just discovered him on youtube and how would you say his genre stand-up is like because he does stories man i don't even know he's got so much energy i like how much he moves around but um he moves around with his uh as he's speaking in a way that kind of just like matches so well that you get really engaged also yeah. he, he also he doesn't look like how he sounds kind of um and I, yeah i don't know how to explain his comedy the weirdest explanation i have for him in my mind is it's like um brian regan mixed with sebastian maniscalco oh uh, yeah okay that's good <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we love sebastian <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. there's something about his gripes and the things that he goes on his tirades about that feel very uh, first world. <laughs> like they're not really big problems. No, 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 no. But he has this ability to comedically blow them up into yeah. these extravagant, which it, to me is the comedy, right? Yeah, Where yeah. I say, oh, this is a very reasonable guy because he understands yeah, yeah. how ridiculous this scenario is but and, he elevates it in such a believable way well, and also, in his character of delivery it's relatable like, yeah because everything he's saying is like so relatable millennials and shit but he's also adds in the um the like com compassion and like mm -hmm. the love like he'll just yeah he'll just bitch and tear down and whatnot but he's got this innocent Kind of thing in there as well. That's I don't really know how to put it. Do you know what I mean? It and reminds at the very, me of Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle. You know how a lot of his sets have that sort of moment of relief where he like 
yeah, speaks and to his heart. And like he's just uh, he appreciates the fact that he can yeah. share himself and his thoughts with everybody, and people feel good um, about what he's saying, or like they understand, they're relating, and um, yeah, because he's at the end, he's always just so grateful. It seems, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. When some people just like drop the mic and walk off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not all about the dunks. (laughs) (laughs) I find that such a funny phrase. I've never heard it. Dunking on someone? No. What is that? Oh, it's like that. I don't know. Like, what? When you. (laughs) I don't get it. Like when you just ultimately humiliate somebody and, you know, they have no comeback. That's you. That's dunking somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the phrase yeah. means. Like you, you know, you shut down. The whole... Oh, did you just dunk a Rue? <laughs> please, <laughs> please do. And I want you you're to video fr- everybody's response. I've ever heard <laughs> say that. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to come across that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully on board. Let's record (laughs) this. Let's do it. It's a thing, I promise you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You go dunk on someone. Just (laughs) Google it. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, hysterical. Yeah. Well, we did recently watch a new special on Netflix. Matt Reif's Natural Selection. Now, if nobody who knows who Matt Reif is, uh, I found him on Instagram clips, which were probably from TikTok. Um, and I thought it was pretty funny. And he also looks like my cousin's best friend, but as a male, which just blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I look at him, I I think of her. <laughs> as a he. Yeah. But yeah, it's super weird. Um, but yeah, he was he was really funny in a lot of things that we watch. We watch his YouTube red flags moments because he's got um a really cool interaction with um the audience when he talks about red flags, like he has people yell out red flags. He did an hour just talking yeah. to people about that. That's cool. That's funny. Like all that was, improvised. It was funny. Yeah. Got up for an hour just saying, yell out your relationship red flags. Yeah. Yeah. That was That's hilarious. Wild. This is part of what I respect about stand-up comedy. Like, for he sure. goes up there with literally, that's his plan. Yeah. He's like, I want the audience to yell things at me, and I'm going to respond and make it funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's your plan to fill an hour and nails it. Oh, I know. That's incredible. It's so impressive. Um, what wasn't impressive was this special <laughs> to me. Everything I've seen dunk. him in. That's a slam dunk. Everything. <laughs> it's a dunk rope. <laughs> everything I've heard him say up to this special was awesome. And yeah, he was, he had some funny moments and stuff, but half of the fucking thing was just all complaining and whining and, and bitching and too serious. And I was just over it. Still like him as a comedian. I hope he comes back with something better next time. Like I, I don't care about him. I like all the shit talk he he says and all the 
political in politically correct in politically incorrect things mm. he says um all that offensive stuff like i don't care but it was just like he just lost me with that dumbass story about the fucking backpack and the airplane i won't say any more for anybody who hasn't listened to it or watched it you should go watch it still um have your own opinion but yeah that was my opinion yeah i think it felt hard to relate to in terms of the content well definitely but it was also just a lame story that went on for too long yeah with not enough i don't know funnies in the middle or his funnies were a bit too serious in a way that he was just, and he's still annoyed by the whole interaction that he needed to come up with this whole special just to get it off his chest kind of thing. That's kind of what I got from it. I'm like, mm, I see. You're not catering to us with this. You're just trying to help yourself. Yeah. What's the line between comedy and therapy? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally get that. Um, yeah, but it has me thinking, what is it that makes a good set? You know, because I remember feeling a lot of the energy wasn't there. Yeah. I did. I, I felt like I was like I was um watching something a little rehearsed. Maybe not necessarily in content. But as I talk right now and the way that I'm inflicting my voice. Mm-hmm. And the way that I continue to do it the same way over and over with the sentence, it starts to sound like I only know. Stop it. One it feels like you're <laughs> hammering at me every time you hit that high note. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that to explain, I, I feel like maybe that was part of the problem that so much of it felt like it was that same energy. So the jokes were delivered in a similar pattern and repetition Boring. and well he does have that signature kind of a you know like smirky smart aleck last line yeah. delivery but if you keep doing that for every joke and every joke and every joke yeah do you know what that's a lot to that, take for an hour i think this is the first time i've heard him end almost everything with dog or bro he's thrown oh. shit like that in before which wasn't like who cares but he's he did it so fucking much in this special that it just annoyed me just stop can you just end the joke with the joke instead of dog bro like, yeah fuck off <laughs> <laughs> sorry it was just like too much <laughs> yeah that's funny you made me think of um some of tom segura's last specials because i feel he's the master of the opposite Oh. Like when he delivers a punchline, he just sticks it and then he looks at the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's like, now you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, <laughs> like, I like that, though. Please stop there. Thanks. <laughs> give me a ch- give me a chance before you ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, so if, if for some cool reason, Matt Reif gets back to this podcast episode, uh, we love you, but I hope you take this as some good feedback because, you know, there's just, it's just a little bit of tweaking and I don't think that's 
too much to ask <laughs> from no. a good fan who actually likes your degrading jokes. <laughs> we can always we can always ask people things. Yeah. But we love the art form and we love seeing it done well and people yeah. doing it to their best. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just because we know you are capable of of a more engaging dynamic. Mm-hmm. enthralling and evolving career like we want to see you keep going so if you develop that ability to um to change and surprise and delight yeah. people with that surprise yeah you know then you have a career going yeah. and that's what we want to see because we want to see you joking for decades <laughs> everyone i want to see anyone creating doing it for decades for sure yeah not limiting to comedy um i was uh, just gonna ask one last question about comedy, I guess. Um, wait, what's yours genre? Did I ask you that already? No, you didn't. Well, let tell us. My genre. I love anything that is incredibly dark. <laughs> and yeah, so like, Anthony Jesselman. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm very hesitant to show people the things that make me deeply laugh. Um, it's probably why we like each other. I love horror. I like to see people get cut the fuck up, and you like to hear about it in a funny way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the darker. I don't know. I, yeah. I totally just, that shit just makes me laugh. I love The hardest. Because yeah. they I, feel like the things that, I don't know, at times... I think the funniest ones are the ones that I feel I could never have imagined on my own. Like that they're so dark and perverted that I'm like, I don't even know where I would come up with that. So the fact that somebody is like outdone it to me just makes me laugh hysterically. Um, can I, I'm just going to interject yeah. here before I lose my thought, but um, on the note of Anthony Jesselneck, he was on, I told you this, he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. And I think I've only heard a few things from Theo Vaughn, but it's always been something funny. I've never really heard him speak for a long time. So it was really interesting listening to them talk because it like it was nice. It was cute. I didn't <laughs> realize just how kind of like not entirely very intelligent Theo Vaughn is, but how super cute and innocent and and like um water off a duck's back kind of personality he has. Um, so the interaction between the two of them was just kind of funny in that way. Yeah. You know, given who Anthony Jesselneck is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and his comedy can be very cerebral and out there as well. Yeah. But he was Even just normal dark, during that but, conversation. But yeah, still funny to think. Well, I've heard him in podcasts. and I haven't heard that clip, but I've heard other ones where he, It was gentle. He makes little quips and you're sometimes like, whoa, that was like layered <laughs> and dark and funny, but like loaded. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll have to send me there. Um, it was gentle. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, uh, I wish I had a friend like Theo. Okay. So you like the dark stuff. Yes. Um, and I love that. Also, any childish humor, anything really childish, fart jokes, poop oh, jokes. God, yeah. Yeah, all of that. Oh like, things that a five-year-old would laugh at, Jake will probably laugh at as well. And I say, oh, God, yeah, because I, I don't, I'm not agreeing, actually. 
Jake will always fucking send me or show me these stupid fart, burp, whatever disgusting manly boy thing, childish thing on Instagram or whatever, <laughs> TikTok or whatever. And that he th- he is dying laughing about. And I'm just like, that's not funny. <laughs> it's not. The only thing that's funny here is you laughing so hard. They're so funny. <laughs> they really are. Oh my god! Most oh of them god. are just no. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's hilarious. They're so simple, so dumb. Like it's, it's so good. We like to watch. Oh, my last this. question about stand-up comedy. Um, is there? Do you have a favorite female comedian? Hmm. Or a couple that you get. Yeah, there's a couple. Of? What's um I can't okay, so Eliza Schleisinger. Yeah. 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 Loved her since one of her first Netflix specials. Um so that that's felt like a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the oh, Whitney Cummings. I also really find her hilarious. Yeah. And the third one, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name right now. But well, we've watched her a couple Taylor of her. Yes. Yeah, that's who I was thinking too. Yeah. She's hilarious. I was thinking those two, Eliza and Taylor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the three I, of them. I love Taylor hysterical. for talking about her mental health in such an awesome, funny way. Yeah. Like, and suicide. Yeah. Of like her personal experiences that she's able to, you know, help other people w- with. I like that. She brings really dark and fragile subject matter yeah. to the stage, but makes it fun. <laughs> Yeah. And and light. Yeah. yeah. She's really good at that. Um, was it Whitney Cummings? She just seems insane. Yeah, 100%. Like there's just a wild girl energy around <laughs> everything that she's doing. And so there's this fascination of like, oh, my God, you live like that? Or, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just sort of this like, uh, I don't know how to capture it, but it's it's fascinating. Fascinating. And then Eliza is like the... She's like the the young person who's a grandmother because I feel like yeah. she's always scolding people and trying to keep everybody yeah, in line. <laughs> Maybe similar to Sebastian. They're like the, you know, Sebastian's similar. He's the male version of Eliza that. is like <laughs> just the- a big kid making jokes. Like she's that class clown for sure. Yeah. You know, she throws her voice. She makes, she does funny things like. And she was in that one movie I watched. Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see her in that. I didn't know she acted too. Why not? Yeah, no, I mean, like, it was awesome. She was crazy as fuck and she did a good job. <laughs> <That was hilarious. laughs> what? That was a good movie. What was that? That's funny. Yeah, they're great. Who is there? Was, oh, there was another woman that we watched who I found really hilarious. She was more like a. Oh, but did we watch it on YouTube on the Don't Tell Ooh. comedy? I don't know. This yeah, is where I run saw, into issues because I see a lot of. We uh, Yeah, exactly. And with new people. I don't know her name, but um, then don't tell comedy, right? On yeah. YouTube. Um, there was this that one butch chick that was super fucking funny when she was like talking about her boyfriend being like the femme of the relationship kind yeah, of thing exactly. and like other yeah. stuff. I don't know her name. Either. <laughs> yeah. She no, damn. Amazing. 
We yeah, we gotta go look up more of her stuff. Yeah, because she was in like the mom jeans and the white tee. Like, I think she was in a black shirt for sure. I just remember thinking '90s mom, like <laughs> you know, doing laundry in the backyard in the oh, summer she day. You know, about, she had that look. Yeah, she talked about her vagina. Yeah, and but her yeah, her set was just the complete opposite. Where it was like you're insane, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I, and like and hilarious. Yeah, just insane in all the right ways. Yeah, go go look up that uh, don't tell comedy on YouTube. There's some good clips there. Yeah, that was hysterical. Yeah, I think that's what I love the most about any comedian, though, is when I feel they're just a bit insane. Yeah, you know, because everyone has a different personality, so I guess it depends a little on the personality type, who's telling what kind of joke. You know, when you when you know someone is capable of (laughs) of being edgier, of being crazier, and I guess maybe that's what. Drives me a little mad about the Matt Rife special there. Mm. Because that selection of content felt very Immature. safe. Just not, it's like, what do you, you're not covering anything well, not interesting immature, or I pushing guess. a boundary or like. It just, yeah. It just even the was, domestic it was violence just, joke, I'm like, oh my God, go okay. back to 70s. Like comedians are making domestic violence jokes. Like so what I mean by immature is just like the, just the whining about the whole situation yeah yeah you know like it just felt like it went on yeah and i I think that's what distinguishes a wine from comedy right because a wine feels like a joke someone's tried to make too many times yeah so maybe it's not him in particular but just culturally you know it's like yeah dude we get it we all hate airplanes the more you talk about airplanes the more i don't want to listen because i hate airplanes yeah (laughs) i don't know but we also like to watch funny animal videos on YouTube. Well, we like to watch what the pets are doing because fucking animals are so funny. It all devolves there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So if you have any fun pet videos, <laughs> yeah. send them to paradinks at gmail.com. Funny. Personal funniest home videos. <laughs> <laughs> We like to pe- watch people. I don't like watching people get hurt, though. I hate watching the fail army stuff because I hate it when it's skateboarders or people that are about to ride a rail. I just know where that rail's going. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Uh, and then it always ends and you're like, what happened? To- are they OK? Do they still have is their tailbone still in place? Like, did they just get fucked? <laughs> like, ow, ow. Okay, but what's worse, because I've seen this on Instagram, where sometimes they they cut the video just before the person actually impales themselves. Which is worse, seeing it or cutting just before? Both. They're both terrible. Well, no, no, seeing it, because, yeah, just, yeah, seeing it, because you see the fucking pain and and the (laughs) narrowness of that pole and where it ended up. (laughs) How... Uh, I don't even like talking about it. Okay. Well, on that note, we'll end the episode. Okay. Bye. Bye.